Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks, where we got good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. I'm your host, Dave, and next to me, we got Pat. Hi. Hey, hey. So, uh, it's just us two this week. Um, we weren't invited to uh, a bachelor party, so. Yeah. A couple, uh, couple tool bags didn't invite us because, um, I mean, we're, we're fine with it. The first totally fine kind with of, it. Uh, oh, name drop. The, the male Fershaws are kind of, uh, you know. Douchey in that way, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but what are we? Uh, what are we hitting this week? Noah's Mill, genuine bourbon whiskey, handmade in the hills of Kentucky, and it's uh, it's distilled by the uh, Willet Distillery. Willet, Barnstown Nelson Co. Or yeah, Co. Uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, Nelson County. Um, fifty-five dollar bottle. I believe it's a one fourteen point three or point six. Uh yeah, one fourteen point three. One fourteen point three. So this is a heavy hitter. Um Yeah, I'll just read the bottle, not go crazy. Noah's Mill is a bourbon of extraordinary character and smoothness, not found among younger whiskeys. Its superior taste and flavor characteristics are made possible from using the very finest quality ingredients at the outset along with long years and patience necessary to mature to mellow everything to perfection. We bottle this bourbon at strength that best accommodates its age. We were sure you'll enjoy it like no other bourbon. Uh, original small batch bourbon, handmade and hand bottled in Kentucky, aged in new charred oak barrels. I don't know why they put the new, char- like, that's a rule for bourbon. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be fucking bourbon. But anyways, uh, the nose, I'm, I'm picking up a lot of ethanol. I mean, it is high proof, so. And this is batch uh, number 21 to 33. I know. Cool little bottle. Looks like a wine bottle. A lot of, lot of oak, a lot of ethanol. And I may give it a spin. Man. I mean, I'm going to give it a hmm. go. You know what's weird? When I opened the bottle and took the first sip, it was uh, different than this in the glass. Well, I think because it's, you know, it's at the bottleneck. Sure. So there's not a lot of happening there. And now now it's breathing. So uh a lot of ethanol. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, yeah. you know, I'm and, not going like, I'm not going to judge the nose right now cuz you almost want to let this breathe for about 5 but 10 like minutes. But like this one you, you smell the corn like right away. I mean, I know you that's oh, ethanol am. smell, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, you're right. Normally like it doesn't come off as like that that smells like corn, like a corn mash right away. Ooh, man. Mm. Intensely sweet. Um. Hmm. It's really good. That is good. Um, the heat that I'm getting, I'm pretty sure, is from the ethanol. Yeah, because it just kind of sits on your tongue and kind of rolls. Well, back it, down it's like throat. going. Yeah, it's yeah on the gut right now. Yeah, which. Your next sip will not be there. It's not making my stomach turn or anything. No, but it's it's definitely uh, definitely hot, barrel proof, ish. But intensely sweet. But I can't put my finger on what that taste is. Almost like, um, man, I almost don't want to take a drink that fast. It's so fucking. I'll do it. I ain't scarred. So so strong. Hmm. Um, the nose really hasn't opened up yet. This might actually be something you could fucking throw a couple drops of water on and really open it up. But I don't like doing that because I ain't no bitch. 
That's yep. real oaky too, though. Yeah, real oaky. I mean, that's like one of the main smells I get off the, off yeah. the nose here. But that like um, the high ethanol or high proof that like almost leaves my tongue with that like uh, like coated tingle yeah. of like honey or caramel or whatever you want to call that. And I can't put my finger on what that sweetness is, but there's like a vanilla, caramel. It's almost, I, don't, I don't taste like any stone fruit in that. No, it's very one-sided for sweetness. Almost like candy corn, like the, hmm. like the the back end, where it's just like where you have that coating. I almost feel like I ate a couple candy corns. Like that's how much corn flavor I'm getting from this. I think I ate candy corn like when I was five, and hated it then. So when I see them, I'm like, I don't like those. Um, I could eat one candy corn and be like, man, that's fucking good. And then by the time I get to the second and third, I'm like, eh, this ain't that good. Do you like black jelly beans? The no. licorice jelly. See, I like that. Hell no. Fuck licorice. Dude, okay, but have you so you know I like I like the like cherry and strawberry and apple licorice. Sure. Uh, there's that Australian brand that you can find at Ace Hardware all the time. Uh the it's it comes in like almost the paper bag. Hmm. It's like no, a no, no, wax no, no. paper and it's got oh dude, it's from Australia. I don't know what you're talking about because Home Depot has it too. They have a watermelon or, that's fucking just dynamite. Maybe it's Menards. Menards has it too. It's called yes. like Wally Wally. Beans yeah, yes, 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 like yes, 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 yes. They're so they like have a version of uh, now or what's the fucking? It's like a, a uh, pink coated black licorice and a white coated black licorice. Um, now in plenty. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or something like that. Plenty, uh, good and plenty. Good and plenty. See, we figured it out. <laughs> talk it out. Talk that out. Talk the shit out, bro. <laughs> so they make it called Wally 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 or what whatever. Wall, mm-hmm. whatever. That shit is so good. I just can't do the licorice. Mm, I don't know. It's just man. not. It's not. Hated it when I was a kid. I I've, I tried it many a times because you know this the going back to this bourbon. It sits on your palate. It does. That oak. That's sitting just sitting on my palate. It goes really well with a cigar, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I would do with this. I don't know if I would. How much? Fifty-five. I don't know if I would buy this again. I don't know if I would either. Um, and not it's not because I hate it. It's just I don't know. Very strange. Yeah. I mean the the front end is it is nice how sweet it is, but then. The the high proof just kind of takes over, and usually I like high proofs where it doesn't feel so high proof, but this feels high proof. It feels high proof, and then there's it's just missing. Uh, you know, I think it's such a low rye mash bill, maybe that usually the rye helps kind of take away from that high proof. We know it's a low rye. I mean, obviously, it's, it's, yeah, it's gotta be. It's gotta be. I, I get zero heat. Um, um, let me look at this. Uh, we have a we have a book here that was gifted to us. It's uh, American Whiskey, Bourbon, and Rye, A Guide to the Nation's Favorite Spirit. Includes profiles, ratings, tasting notes for more than 300 whiskeys by Clay Rison. Um, I know I saw it in here, so we're gonna we're gonna find it. Uh, this is so. My whole thing with this is it's got that sweetness, but I can't pinpoint what it is. And then. Like I said, it's it's sitting on my palate weird where I just taste that oak. Yeah. It's not even like a good smoky oak either, which is kind of just throwing me off. So let's let's go off of what they say here. <clears throat> 
So they say for the nose, perfume. You mean ethanol. That's a nice way of saying a really strong alcohol. Um, butterscotch and geraniums. I do not get any geraniums. I could see the butterscotch. Um, On the nose, they say butterscotch? Yeah. A good mixer and a high and a good high-proof sipper. The, a nose promises a lot, but it lacks depth, which absolutely. Noah's Mill is a fun whiskey to figure out. There's something going on you want to know more. That's actually a great... Yeah. The palate's chili peppers and salted nuts, finishing with a long, fiery spice. See, now, no. It's not a spice. That is not rye spice. No, because it doesn't doesn't linger like a good rye would yeah or even a uh like a uh the one we had with like it was like barley right wasn't it uh the millet right so this is the same thing they're same it, it doesn't taste like that no i like how that last sentence is though because you want to figure it out yeah it's, it's totally true this thing throws the- i mean it's not bad it's not great this will be a mixer now it has to be it's too high of a proof to fucking if it was a good high proof, I'd drink, you know, like uh, yeah. like smoke wagons. Sure. You know? Uncut, unfiltered. Yeah. I'll At f- least, and that's, I think, what's throwing me off because, like, you get those, the feeling on your tongue and palate with the uncut, unfiltered. But, like, you get cinnamon, you get honey, you get stone fruit, you get the caramel on it. This is just, I, I don't even know what that is. And it says, like, salty nuts. Okay. I got a very salty Actually, nuts Actually, as I was going in for the sip. I picked up like almost geraniums. But what, what flower is that? It's uh, it's like the typical like you see them a lot in the hanging pots. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess. But it's it's not a very floral. That's the thing. It's not a very floral. Uh, and maybe I'm yeah yeah. Well, you're right. Yeah, let's that on. Like, but it's, it's not a very floral flower. Right. In my opinion. So I just picked up more of a earthiness, like uh, like almost like if you cut cut it at the stem and you get that like not grass smell, but like no, like you're pruning flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you get that. I kind of get that. I just don't. Um... Uh, I'm gonna go. The more I drink it, the less I like it. Which that, is different. The first sip I had, I was like, "Oh, this is really good." But now I just know how one-sided it is, and I'm, like, falling out of love with it. It's, uh, it's definitely, I guess, like, the way you said it, like, being one-sided, I guess that's a per- pretty good way to put it. And then it being 55 bucks, and it's just missing something. Yeah. Missing some, like, if it had that spice that you're, they, they say it had, and then that lingered. But, like, I'm... I've never. I don't know if I've had one where you're tasting barrel, and just kind of hanging on your palate like that. Yeah, like like it's wood. Like you just you just like cut wood. And I, that's why I feel like my mouth is. I, I feel like my mouth is getting dry from this, from all the oak. Mm. Um, you want to rate it? Oof, that one gave me the chills. Um, man, I hate to go super low on it because it's not horrible it's not horrible but but i can't get it in the sevens because it's just there's not enough of where i'll be like oh that's on the that, that no hill mill let me get a glass yeah. of that or let me put put that in my mixed drink like we'll use this 
in Man- Manhattan's and uh, old fashions is just to use it and get rid of it. But for fifty five bucks, that turn that's ugh. yeah. I'll give it a six three. Just because it like yeah, I'm not even gonna hit the sixes on this one. Really? Yeah. See, like right now, my whole mouth is oak. Yeah, and not in a good way. Um, I mean, I wouldn't even use this for an old fashioned or a Manhattan because typically, traditionally, you could use rye whiskey with those because you want that spice to balance with the sweetness that you add. You know, there's with a the, first. I <laughs> uh, get that. Don't we have a little fucking uh, pour that back into the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go five eight. Yeah, fifty five dollars. Too one sided for me. Uh, because of it being one sided, I'm really getting like the ethanol out of this, and it's almost unpleasant. Like bourbon distillers usually have a way of like doing high proofs where it's like, man, that's fucking super smooth for one sixteen proof. Well, remember the Kentucky or the the turk or wild turkey we had? Yeah. That was a barrel proof, and that was good. Yeah, and same, same with that Elijah, Elijah Craig. Yes, Elijah Craig, smoke wagon, uncut, unfiltered. It's like a one fifteen. Those are all great examples of like barrel proof bourbons that are just smooth, and you can just fucking drink it all night. This, I'm like, I I don't even want to finish that. No, and like I wouldn't call it gut rot or anything like old no. four roses, but I I really cannot stand the uh taste that it's leaving in my mouth maybe like a whiskey sour or something okay maybe or you know what i could probably use this up on that fucking uh drink that i made last week the uh kentucky buck yeah i I didn't try it you didn't try it but it's uh so it's a you take one strawberry you muddle you muddle it with uh i think it's a three quarter uh ounce lemon juice and a couple dashes of Angostura bitters, muddle that, and then you put two ounces of bourbon, I believe, and uh, fucking sh- shake it, pour it over ice, and then top it with ginger beer. Holy summer fucking drink. That thing is fantastic, and I think this might actually go really well because this lacks some depth, and I think those flavors could help bring out what you're missing. Bring out the best of this. So I'm going to try that. Man, I'm kind of disappointed in this, man. I've, yeah, without I've, a doubt. I've looked at this bottle many a times, and I kind of always held off. I'm like, nah, that seems like a special one. Let me hold off. And uh, uh, I was let down, 5-8. So it is what it is. It's just surprising, like, and not to, like, beat the dead horse on this, is that that oak flavor, how it sits there and just doesn't go away. I've had a couple of other drinks over here now off, off of this stuff. And like I just, it's just lingering. Um, like I want to brush my fucking teeth. So beer of the week, we're gonna be doing. Uh, I think it's uh, Artisan Prairie or Prairie Artisan. Uh, it's a coconut mango sour. Fucking, uh, I think it was eighteen dollars for a four pack of pints. So, but those guys. That brewery really knows how to do beer, so I wasn't hesitant on paying eighteen dollars for a four pack of pints. I'm sure uh pints. I'm sure I won't be let down. You know what I went to uh kind of just off subject here, but this kinda piss it's starting to piss me off. 
What it? I went to Jewel today, and there was a guy that just wanted to get out of my fucking way in a car, like an old Saturn, and he had all these bumper stickers. It was like uh, "Live, Laugh, Love," uh, something about praying or anything is possible with like God, and then it's something like it had, I, he I had a, shot him in the face if I could. He had the uh, my family stickers on there. And and he had what the fuck else was on there? And because that like the fourth one was like, why the fuck is this such a thing now? And then I was like aggravated going through Jewel, Jules, thinking about that. And I know that's dumb, but I think that's a, like why the fuck is that such a thing now? All these dumb fucking bumper stickers. It kills me. Like the what window happened? Sticker. Just... You remember the the big fad of the family window stickers? That's what I was saying. That that was on yeah, there too. Yeah, yeah. Like I just don't get why. Why can't you just okay Cubs like or socks or Bulls, right? Sports just affiliation, like a couple of stickers like that, or you know, I, it, that's as far as I'll go. I won't even go like funny bumper stickers. Well, you had the good one. Oh, the Village Idiot. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah, and that, but that's and then you had a socks one. Yeah, the, the uh, there's a I don't know if it's there anymore. Lexington, Kentucky. There's a bar, restaurant, decent food, um, really good drinks though, and like. Obviously, an awesome bourbon selection, and just good prices. Like you can fucking sit there and drink all night, and you're paying like eighty bucks. Um, like the sweet spot, dude. That was insane. That was yeah. stupid. I love that place. Uh so yeah, we'll jump into that in a second. But uh, yeah, the place was called the Village Idiot, and they were handing out stickers. And I'm like, oh, that's going on my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> it was like one of those things. Like I, I. I Guy wouldn't fucking move. I'm like reading them. I'm like, okay, that one's dumb. That's stupid. Every fucking jagoff has that. Like, oh, you, you put a fucking family of stickers to replicate your family. And that just goes into the one like, oh, this is my family. And they have all their guns on there. That's just as fucking oh, lame. Oh, God. Ugh. I just, you know, I guess I could say that I hate people as a whole. You know? Um, whether it's culturally or whatever, like I just like that's white people shit and white people as a culture, American white people as a culture, I fucking hate them all. But I can say that about culturally, I hate Russians as a whole. Like, you know, like it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Well, you're deeply racist, so you do hate whole cultures. I mean, I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to single you out as a person because of your culture. I'm going to yeah. wait to see who you are. Sure, without but a doubt. But when, when you're in groups, it just seems like people get dumber. Well, they change. Right. Like It's, it's, a, it's like a safety net. Or, not, yeah, not I don't a, know. It's like a strength in numbers, you know? Like, yeah. we could be douchier because I'm with my people. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, right. But when you're, like, by yourself, it's kind of like you kind of let yourself be exposed more. To yeah, a person you're, you're, because it's more you're of a one yourself. Yeah, yeah, you're, 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 you're it's a yourself. One, right, you're right. opening up and but like then like when you get into that group, you go back to your community. Well, I don't know if it's your community or either too. Or, well, or like I, that said person is trying to be a part of that. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? It's like But I, I'm I'm one that I, I'm so I my last name's Dunsky, and so everybody automatically assumes like super fucking Polish, but I think I'm the least Polish out of anything in me. I think I'm more Asian than I am Polish. But uh, before I knew that, I just thought I was a big old fucking Polak. Number one, the way I act, the way I talk, the way I think. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, 
fuck? Like the whole fucking uh, Polish uh, Independence Day. Back when I was a kid, the, the neighborhood I grew up in, it was a lot, yeah. of, a lot of Polish. Yeah. And so they'd be waving their flag, and I got in this kid's fucking face. Ah, kurwa, you fucking, you know, off the boat, Polak. And I ripped his fucking flag out of his hands, and I lit it on fire in front of him. Good God. And he's like, oh, the fuck you. I was like, fuck you. I'm fucking Polish. I was like, but fuck nationalism. <laughs> this shit's stupid. <laughs> I was like, I, like it, it blows my mind, man. Like, that people, like, why are you doing that? You're not even in your fucking country. You left because of how shitty your country is. Yeah. You know? The Mexican pride, the Polish pride, the fucking. It's like. Well, and, and I, I don't know if there's anything worse than this, the quote unquote Chicago Southside Irish bullshit. Mm. Fucking. And then, like. It's pig vomit. Yeah. And then, like, uh,. What beer brand tr- really tried to get on with it? Oh, uh, Miller Lite? T- the Chirish? The, oh, yeah. Chicago yeah, Irish? Yeah, no yeah. motherfucker ever uses that term. No. Fuck. Yeah, I fucking... And 90% of sh- uh, the South Side is like Italian, fucking see, Polish. See, but here's the thing. The, the only thing that I don't mind about the Irish is like they fucking rep their flags and shit, but they ain't fucking like the Italians. Hey, I'm Italian. Well, you know, like, shut the fuck up. We know you're Italian. You sound yeah. like your mother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so fucking... Oh, the fucking bump. Oh, they're the worst with the bumper stickers, man. And that, I, I want to fucking break yeah. check them motherfuckers, oh, yeah. man. The Puerto Ricans are bad with that shit, too. They always have that little flag hanging. Or oh, is that the Italians? The little flag that hangs over the... the, no, that's, the no, no, that's the Puerto Ricans. Always yeah. do the, the the mirror. Yeah, the mirror. Hang the, it's yeah. like a crocheted fucking flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Polacks, when they do their bumper stickers or decals, it's always just the eagle. Right. And maybe uh, the Polski, the, 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 the Polski, you know? And it's like, we know, motherfucker. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm, like, proud to be an Irish guy or whatever. But at the same time, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm First off, I'm a mutt. Yeah. So I'm not proud of none of that. Like, it doesn't define who I am yeah. <laughs> at all. It doesn't define who you are. No. You know, so. Like, St. Patrick's Day in Chicago gets really blown out of proportion, but I do. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a great time, and I do love. You know, I I remember going to the parade as a kid, like a kid kid, and seeing my dad walking it and shit like that. So stumbling it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now he like runs that float and all that shit, so it's a it's a huge deal to him. Who's uh who does the Green River? Is that plumbers? Yeah, the plumbers. So what's the story before we keep going? Before we keep going, didn't they say, like, we're not doing the Green River this year? And uh, fucking Lightfoot, Lightfoot's like, yeah, no, let's not do it. And then they're like, oh, you don't want us to do it? (laughs) No, see, like, that's what they said. But it sounds more like Lightfoot gave them the go-ahead that night really late so that, like, the Chicagoans could wake up and have a surprise. Oh, and then the and the plumbers wanted to be like, no, she said no. But here, the downtown parade, they're such scumbags, the plumbers uh, hall. I don't give a fuck if they say this, but they charge you so much fucking money to get into that. Yeah. The plumbers, because they run it. They're, they run the whole downtown parade. And then, like, the, you know, you think all the unions or whatever would be in order or whatever. But no, you pay... Whatever crazy amount of money it is to get into that, and they keep the money because they're running it, 
and then they put you behind like it's like that guy that like does the Super Bowl squares and like yeah keeps like <laughs> charges 20%. a premium. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> but so they'll put put us local 150, one of the biggest trades in the Chicagoland area. They'll put us behind like Bob's Insurance Company, and then behind us is like Jesse White Tumblers. So you're just like lost in the mix. Yeah, like no one knows what the fuck's going on. At least with the Southside oh, Parade. They want to do that to you, though. Yeah, you know? for sure. They want to be the highlight and fuck everyone else. They're a bunch of fucking whatever. Listen, man, if you work with shit all day, you turn into shit, you know? If you're a fucking new construction, you never see shit. Tr- true. Fucking turd herders. <laughs> I'd rather be a plumber than a janitor. Oh. <laughs> Rather be fucking an inmate than a fucking janitor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, fuck me, man. Um, so back to. Uh, do you want to keep going with your your my rant with yeah with the Southside Parade? Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, forgot where I was going, but like the Southside Parade, it it it's just a great time to get people together, except especially for like ten with, years ago, or. Maybe a little bit longer, 15 years ago, where it was like no holds barred. Nobody gave a fuck. But then shit got stupid. Like, you know, then the cops started getting disrespected. And then, sure, like they were getting disrespected there. And then it's like, "Eh, you guys are getting out of control. Yeah. So they shut it down. These new generations showing up, you know. Well, you had people pissing on front lawns. I remember. I mean, be human to go in the alley. Yeah. So I think it. Or walk into a random house. If there's like a fucking group of people. Yeah, just go to the party. I mean, that was the normal. Yeah. You just like, hey, walk in. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the bathroom. Yeah, someone would be like, they, who are they, you? They'd be, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, be yeah. I'm grateful. Just, oh, without that a doubt. you're not pissing on their right, lawn. <laughs> right. But that that was a thing to just use yeah. whoever's throwing a big party. But so I, I, I wasn't with Jody yet. So that's 10 years. And I went out with Lyman on the Irish death crawl that they had, which was retarded. Because, so they... I hate sh- crawls, first off. Well, okay. Some of them could be cool when it's organized right. I've never done a, a good one. Uh, I've done a couple They start of them. off okay, but then everybody gets shit-faced in the fucking... And everybody, the- everyone's like, oh, where, where's Johnny? Oh, he's five bars that way. It's like, <laughs> fuck. You know? Now you gotta... It's, it's his crawl. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but the Irish, what they called, like, the Death March bar crawl... Was going to start up at Sean's Rhino Where did it bar. lead to? Auschwitz? Jesus yeah. Christ, man. <laughs> no, North Dakota had a fucking uh, Native American land. No, that was a trail of tears joke. But uh, <laughs> So it was going to start at Sean's Rhino Bar at 103rd, go all the way down Western, and then somehow it you ended – they wanted you to end at Bourbon Street, which was – it's way fucking off. Yeah. Western, because like Western to Kedzie is not a true mile. No, it's super far. So, but anyway, me and well, my, I mean, at least you're all fucked up. So if you do the crawl, but you're, you're, bl- you're but here, blacked out the whole fucking way. <laughs> th- this is where it got fucked up. Me and Lyman went somewhere. We had uh, breakfast, and then we went to uh, a couple of our friends were already over at uh, uh, Cork and Carry. Which was just a great bar at back then. Back in the day, it was. Yeah. yeah. So we went there. It was a $10 cover. So we knew the bouncer, and we're like, hey, man, is it only you guys? He's like, no, everybody has to do this because it's a blah, blah, blah. So to get to fucking Bourbon Street, if you stopped at every bar, it was going to cost you like 80 bucks, 90 bucks, 100. 
But if you went to fucking fuck that, uh, yeah, whatever the place right south of there, there's four See, I mean, bars south of Cork and Carey. Luckily, uh, <clears throat> most of the times I've done bar crawls, like I'll know the bars that we're doing. I was like, I'm gonna skip the next two. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. <laughs> like I'm not going to them dumps. Fuck that. Uh, yeah. But we're too man. If I did a crawl now, I'd be waking up like it was putting Bay Day two. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I crawl. I mean, like I said, crawls were like good when they were put. To, it's like a it's like a golf outing. If the golf outing is done well, and it's like you could have some fun, a ton of fun. Like the one fifty, I only did the one time, but that was I had a yeah. fucking blast, man. That yeah. was that was a great time. That's the Emerald Club. Emerald, still yes, the Emerald Club but, of one fifty. Yeah, Emerald Crumb. Emerald Crumbs. Um, so. We don't have uh, Matt here this week, but so this past Sunday, uh, Pete, one of our former uh, co-hosts, I don't know what happened to him, but we did a bachelor party for him. Yeah. So we uh, kind of like thrown together last like, minute because yeah. his best man is like a head case. So he didn't. He's like, I'm not doing nothing. So Pat's like, fuck, let's do something. So we took him to the outdoor shooting range, uh, Buffalo. Buffalo uh, Shooting Park or something. It's Buffalo Range in Ottawa. Ottawa, Illinois. Um, and I don't know. We probably went through like $1,000 in rounds. Way more. Because I, <laughs> I counted what I went through. Oh. And I was like 500 alone. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we went fucking nuts. Uh, it was a great fucking time. The weather was a little bit better than we when we did it four weeks ago. Yeah, way better. Way better. So we were able to spend more time there. Uh, there's a lot more people there on top of it, so we had to do the whole ceasefire thing. Yeah, that kind of sucked. That's, but that sucks, but yeah. Um, and we just, it was so much fucking fun. It was yeah. more fun than the last time because yeah. we spent a lot of time at the pit. Everybody's there. I'm doing the fucking side gangster shot. Fucking people are laughing. You know, like you got to do shit with a gun that you don't normally get to do, you know? Like normally. And you probably shouldn't do. No. But I'll do it at the pit every yeah. time. I don't give a yeah, fuck. People a were looking at me because I was uh, dual wielding. I got a 357 and a Colt 45, and I'm just fucking unleashing them. And at the very end, I had, I think, five more bullets for my Colt 45. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Bring these home? And I fucking loaded them up. And I just, I didn't even look down range. I just Yo, fucking shot st- stuck the gun down the range. Just, gah, 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 gah. As you were holding your fire safe or fireproof safe, like the whole thing. <laughs> and you're just like looking over at us. <laughs> that was funny. People were looking at me. Yeah, but we got to shoot skeet. Yeah. Cl- shot some clay. Fucking, shot the uh, Mauser. Pizza. Sharpshooter, man. Pizza dead eye. Yeah. With the pistol, especially. Yeah. Kind of crazy. He, uh, he's just, uh, he, he's a weird freak of nature when it comes to. Anything that requires any type of like physicality, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that dude could throw a fucking fifty-five yard uh, yard football underhand. <laughs> yeah, well, he's built for that. He's like a linky motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, super fun. And then we tried doing uh, the go kart racing, and it was just like stupid. There, I mean, it's well, pandemic, so they had a bunch of rules and well, they had rules, but he, but like this is the, what their malfunction was. Welcome or walk-ins welcome. So when I called, they said, "Oh, if it's only going to be like a small group, don't do a reservation because that throws everything else off, right?" Which makes sense. Yeah. So I I didn't do a reservation. We walked in there after five hours of fucking shooting, and the plate the people that run that place 
I'm not going to say they're retarded, but goddamn near close because they didn't know anything. No. You ask the one guy, oh, I'm not sure, let me check. Can we do axe drawing? Oh, I'm not sure, let me check. Oh, you can do it. Oh, no, you can't now. Can we just go race real quick? Can we buy one race? We just want to do the 45-minute race, whatever. No, oh, yeah, you could do that. That's cool. And then they had like a uh, – What would you do, 6.2? Uh, there was like a race package. We had five guys when we walked in there. It would have been perfect for the five races for X amount of do- – Oh, yeah, you could do that. No, you can't. Oh, and by the way, you can't race for an hour. Or maybe you could race in 30 minutes. Oh, we're not sure. Can we sit at the bar? No, you can't sit at the bar and then go race because you can't drink and race. So we just left. So we just left. So then we went to a bar that Pat knew about, Tinley Park. Um, the Odyssey Sweet Spot. Yeah, Sweet Spot. We go there. Food was uh, – the appetizers were awesome. Uh, chicken sandwich is pretty good. I don't know what everybody else had. But the best part was the I bill. probably had five or six um, Kentucky mules or whatever, the bourbon yeah. mules. Uh, Pat had five or six. I mean, we probably had a good twenty drinks on the bill. Yeah, and I think it came out to like one ten. Yeah, uh, how do you beat that? No, you, you can't. We had three, four appetizers. Everybody had what I mean, what you would call an entree, mm-hmm. and all the drinks. I'm yeah. surprised. I'm surprised Matt gave that change. <laughs> yeah, started handing money back. Yeah, right. He, well, must, he must be working a lot. <laughs> Well, I had to call him out first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because I was gambling. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a good day. Oh, yeah. I had fun. Like, I, I was telling Pete, I was like, dude, I, I'm sorry that we couldn't do more for you. You know, I... D- but you didn't know this wasn't happening until fucking the week before. Right. Uh, I just couldn't... I couldn't imagine a dude getting married and not having a, at least one kind of day for him. So, well, he's you know, doing it. Him. He's doing it today. Yeah, but what? I can who's there? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Probably Pete, Christian, Mark, and Matt. And maybe it, Eric? No. I I'm pretty sure Pete said last week that Eric's not even going to go. He says he's got some new girlfriend or something like, but like I get that when you're like bailing on your dude when you're 18 for the for pussy. But I don't Fuck, know. I'm 35 now, man. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I'd stay home. We'll have sex. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go get fucked up and smoke a yeah. cigar that I've been talking about for a week. Yes, sir. Um, so that was our last weekend. It was, uh, we had an episode and I didn't save it. And then my fucking uh, computer didn't update. So that is floating through the air like uh, a fart. Yeah, like a fart. So that's. Nah. If, you, if you feel your nose get kind of warm and just know it's us. Yeah. No, it's no it's us. Uh but anyway, so off air, we're upstairs, you're talking to Patty, and you I didn't hear this. They are pulling back the potato head and they're gonna keep missing Hasbro. potato head. Yes. Yep. Why? Well, probably because they got so much uh, backlash. Okay, but here's the thing Who though. Gives like, a fuck? like here's the thing though, like before they got dropped the mister. And misses. I said, why? But now I'm asking, why are they retracting? You know, like, this is how fucked up of a just climate we're in in this fucking country, man, culturally. It's bad. I mean, like, you got to, 
watch what you say, how you say it, who you say it to, like, are you? And the funny thing is, too, and, like, we could talk about Bill Burr, like, saying it was like, hey, listen, I'm a comedian, that was a joke, that's not good enough. Um, See, but, I mean, we talked about this last week, and obviously we don't. Um, as long as you don't do anything physically, man, I really don't think there's... I mean, if you're a shit comedian and like uh, I forget the guy's name, but the the Kramer, the uh, actor that played Kramer, and he went off and fucking, yeah, he fucked up. That that that's, that was just wrong. That's you're you're melting down because you haven't done stand up in fucking fifteen years, and they started heckling you and you lost your shit. You should get fucked for that, like, and and for not to say like you deserve to never work again. But maybe you don't deserve to be a stand-up comic anymore. Right. If you can't handle the pressure of people talking shit to you. But you know the fucked up thing is, like, uh, and this just goes to, like, I, I don't know if you want to say Hollywood, but, like, just even to that Kramer guy and the fat guy, George Costanza, whatever his real name is. Uh, his name is Jason Alexander. Right. I give a flying fuck if... You're on stage and someone throws a beer bottle at your head and you freak out and then you're mad because that guy. Th- You've made so much goddamn money in your life. Like, shut the fuck up. Stop um, bitching about re- random shit. Like, the beer bottle thing, like, that's a whole different. But, no, but you know what I'm saying. You know, but, like, if somebody's heckling you because you suck. Yeah, you suck. Then put in the work to not suck. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. Right. You know, especially in that fucking field, man. Burr ate shit for years before he became anything, you know? Yeah, for sure. They all do. And that's why, I, like, I'm fucking terrified of it. And I want to do it. But we should I, just, You should just go to that fucking place on 111th. When, when things get normal. Riddles. When things get normal. Yeah. I'll fucking, uh, I'll find out when they got an open mic. I'll put, you know, five minutes together. Yeah. And see what happens. Right. Um. If uh, Kill Tony ever comes back to Chicago, which once things go back to normal, I'm sure they will. What's Kill Tony? Oh man, Tony Hinchcliffe, uh, stand-up comic. They moved to they moved to Austin with Joe Rogan. He's a friend of Joe Rogan's, but he does a lot of his local. He'll do a, a lot of episodes in Austin before it was at the Comedy Store, but then he moved to Austin and now he's doing it there. So he was an LA guy that moved. Yeah, um, he's from I Ohio. Still get that shit. He's from Ohio, um, like well, I get moving out of Ohio. Um, I I get it from a stand uh, a comics perspective. Like they weren't able to work at all, and he was trying to like do shows. Oh, okay, well that makes sense. He was trying to do shows at the comedy store. Yeah, but they were like so the the rules were so stupid that fucking Hinchcliffe's like, you know what? Fuck this, man. He loved his he loved where he lived. He loved the store, but he's like. I need to work. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comic. I get that. If I'm not, okay. if I'm not on stage, like Joe Rogan didn't have to move to Austin. No, he, no, he never has to do stand up comedy again. No, <laughs> he's not that great. First, no, time. right. Um, so, anyways, what it is is you go to the show and you could put your name in a in a bucket, and Tony Hinchcliffe will pull names randomly out. And you get a minute to go on stage, and then you get to talk with him and do like the interviews, like maybe anywhere from five to ten minutes. Uh. But it's a minute, and then they just 
if you suck, Tony Hinchcliffe is like one of the best roasters on the okay. face of this planet, and he'll fucking let you know how bad he sucked. So, it's... like, when you do the interview, you're supposed to like do comedy shit or just have an interview? No, they just ask you to like, all right, so uh, what do you do for your free? T-? You know, they'll just like want to learn who you are. Yeah, okay, and then just make fun of it. Yeah, you know, but right. it's, it's dude, I'm I'm obsessed with that podcast. Okay, it's the number one live. Uh, number one podcast in front of a live audience. Oh, all right. Yeah. Right on. It's called Kill Tony. It's, dude, it, Tony Hinchcliffe, man, the way his brain works, bro. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, good shit, though. Is that that skinny dude? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super funny. Um, but where was I going with this? Because you started asking a whole bunch of questions about Something Kill Tony. about Austin. Oh, no, that you want maybe, like, if he comes oh, back here. Yeah, yeah. Either do that, even though that's a slim chance. But my yeah. luck is he would pull my name. Yeah. <laughs> And I'd be all shit face in the crowd. <laughs> My sister touched me. <laughs> I was forced to touch her. Oh fuck! And ever since I wanted to be a landscaper. <laughs> all I want to run is the hedge clippers. That's it. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, Airball. So, but yeah, I, I wouldn't mind trying it. You know, you got one life to live, man. What's the point of not? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I I I when I don't know if I could do stand up comedian like comic shit. And I've always said that I I would do uh, like Second City improv. Yeah, because I think that would just be a blast. Like oh something come up and you got to fucking act it yeah. out and whatever. We, but and I I have no. You're you're not gonna make me feel stupid. You know what I mean? If someone boos me, I don't care. Um, you know what I mean? I I'm, got a job. I'm I'm weird <laughs> like that though. Like I'll. I don't know. I get inside my own head too easily. Oh fuck! I don't care. Write, write stuff for me. I'll go up there and say it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so let's take a little side detour and talk about. So, uh, what's your new uh, football team since it's done? Oh, the Bears. Yeah, the Bills. I'll go Bills. Bills. Uh, I'm gonna go Browns. Um, I like the team they got. I I like that they're actually they're finally moves finally doing something. Yeah. Um, I hate Cleveland as a whole, but I'll, I'll root for the Browns. You know, they haven't done anything since they've come back to the league. And I feel their pain because I'm a Bears fan. I, I, wait, edit. I was a Bears fan. Um, but they fucking picked up Andy Dalton for a one-year contract, $10 million. And I think he's got a three-point worse career QB rating than Trubisky. Well, and, like, it really, if, like, the small things here should piss everybody off. Because of the extra $10 million, they had to release Fuller to make cap space. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck you. And people people wanted to go to, uh, you know, onto the web and fight each other and say what he wasn't doing. It was like when Sherman was in his prime and didn't get, any interception it means they're not throwing to that side of the field because you he's so play, good yes man like th- dude that's a underlooked argument constantly right when it comes to defensive backs right and safeties right uh champ Bla- bailey was praised for all the interceptions because he didn't play tight coverage he just had quick feet and he could make quick moves but if he didn't make that move right he was getting burned yeah uh like you said sherman that motherfucker didn't get burned hardly ever. No, and no one ever threw to that side. No, so his stats suck. Yeah, it's they're a, just bad. But 
you can't look at it like that. No, at I, all. I, I feel like you should change the 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 structure of uh, defensive back stats without a doubt. Huh? Okay. Uh, it should be like thrown to like how many times like if you're a def- uh, a back, not safety so much, but like if you're a defensive back, it should be like. How many times in a game has a quarterback thrown to your side? Or right. if, if you're playing man or whatever, how many times it's yes, – it, exactly. Because right. exactly. it's going to be a different side of the field Although, or whatever. But Right now it's just a black and white statistic. Yeah. You know. Tackles, tax for loss, interceptions. You know, and it's kind of like the, the MLB side where, you know, you judge the old school way of judging uh, pitchers on their win and loss record. Yeah. Which – no, it just it doesn't mean shit, man. Right? You want to look at fucking uh, the whip, yeah, the fucking uh, weighted ERA, the ERA. Well, and just going off of, you know, if you're from Chicago, what you should, I mean, most people will know, Lester's win-loss when he was with the Cubs wasn't that good because he never got run support. Yeah. He would lose 2-1 games all the fucking time. All the time. That was like uh, your, your other pitcher that you got from the Sox, Quintana. Like, he... He ate shit when he came to the north side, but he was always like, you know. He was just a good inning eater. Yeah, he was an inning eater. Didn't give up. He gave up home runs. Yeah. Like, other than that, you know, he wasn't putting the ball in the play a whole bunch, but he gave up them home runs. Yeah. But when it mattered, he'd walk a guy, walk two guys, and then Mm -hmm. someone would crack a home run. Uh, So that always sucked. But, but yeah, back to football. Go Browns. Let's go Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Josh know. Allen, baby. Dude, Josh Allen, man. Holy fuck, dude. I was looking at his numbers. Stud. Dude, last year, god damn. He's only going to get better, too. Dude, for real. That's year three, and he I was know. like 40 touchdowns and 11 interceptions, or 37 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. And the, I hate saying this, but he's not flashy. He doesn't do – but he can, he can like, uh, 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 get out and scramble a little bit, but he doesn't do it a lot. So they don't talk about him. Yeah, they wanted to talk about Mahomes and uh, right because he's you know thrown between his legs yeah. and fucking punting it to Josh, like a receiver. Josh Allen though. Yeah, he's gonna be the next uh, next guy we're gonna be talking about the next ten years. Oh, without a doubt. And I do kind of put the blame on him for the loss in the postseason. Um, fucking just young jitters, man. Yeah, you know. Uh, you're going against a proven winner, and you just kind of. But the problem was I, the Bills played KC's game. Yeah, and I just don't like, you know, like there's certain teams aren't ready for that yet. No, like you're missing they, some pieces. Right, and, they need to get their feet wet. Yeah, in that postseason run, absolutely. And uh, they're gonna be watch out for them next fucking season, man. <clears throat> I'm gonna grab our. Oh. <sighs> this fucking. You want to pause this? No, just keep going. I'm on. I hate my mic sound. Oh. <laughs> Alright, uh, we're back. We had a little technical difficulty. Uh, you're going to get some fucking weird static for probably the past 10 seconds or whatever. Uh, my bozo feet knocked over some of our equipment. We got unplugged. Uh. uh but I was getting up to grab our beer of the week. 
I thought it was Artisan Prairie, but I was incorrect. This one is Untitled Art for our Beer of the Week. It's a Mango Coconut Sticky Sour. Um, beer liner style Weiss Ale brewed with mango, coconut, cinnamon, brown sugar, and milk sugar. Um, Untitled Art and Drecker Brewing Com- Company, uh, Wanakee, Wisconsin. So I'm pretty stoked to try this. This is 18 bucks a four-pack of pints, but I don't give a fuck about that. Beer is beer. If it's good, I'll pay whatever. Ooh, man, it's a nice, nice color. This looks delicious. It looks delicious. Oh, boy. Ooh, man, that smells amazing. Ooh, that's like cloudy as fuck though here smell that put your thumb down i don't know if i can smell it over cigars these cigars oh my god this is the mango coconut sticky sour can i give three thumbs up holy shit dude oh my god oh wow oh my god but you know what's funny that coconut flavor i love that dude that is so good. Dude, that is unbelievably good. I want to... I don't... It's like a, a, a more of an orange coconut. It's, dude, that cinnamon mixes with the coconut perfectly. Oh, so my good. fucking God. Mm. Mm. Yeah, easily two thumbs up for me. I'm going to give it three thumbs up. That is... Three. That is unbelievable. Yeah. Untitled Art. It's called... Mango coconut sticky sour. You it is like a dessert. What's I, the pre- I, I feel like you said the this is a different brewer. I, I I yeah, I corrected myself. It's uh Drecker? Uh Untitled Art and Drecker. Oh. Collaboration, I guess. Huh. Um It's good shit. Holy fuck. Mm. I said, God damn. I'm gonna sip on that or I'm gonna fucking Ooh, man. That might fuck the old belly up. I want to chug it. That's how fucking good it is. Yeah. <laughs> Tastes like a smoothie. Yeah. That's that really good. That one. is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. But no, I can't believe how the offseason for the Bears just played out like that. Yeah. You know, you had. and But you know what, though? I give Seattle credit for saying no to the offer. They gave your pick, Mac or Hicks, plus three first rounders. And they said no. That that's pretty, you know, sticking uh, to your guns. We want more, but at the same time, Seattle's in a bad spot because they're not going to win. They're going to compete, obviously, because they who they have and who they have as a coach. You'll but compete with Russell Wilson, yeah. But you're himself. not you're not going to be a. I mean, he, you're not a winning team now. He's the most underrated quarterback in the league by a fucking stretch. He uh, his numbers are just incredible year in year out. He doesn't make a whole bunch of mistakes. Uh, he just doesn't have the team around him, so it always they always fall short, man. But he's fucking fun to watch, dude. I thought he was gonna come here. He loves his tight ends. Bears have two great ones. I'm, one older now, obviously. I'm, in I'm Graham, sure he but... would come here if he could, you know. But it, the cards man. didn't fucking uh, fall into his favor. Now people are saying that there's still a shot, and supposedly, I'm, dude, I'm done reading NBC. No, fucking I know, Chicago, me too. Man. But but now they're saying that Foles is not Foles. There's trade talks with Foles. So what do you do? Who's God? That team is so stupid. Mm-hmm. 
I spent a lifetime of fucking hoping they do the right thing, man. And I'm fucking done with it. Until them fucking McCaskies fucking sell the Bears. Because you, you could sell this team. Nobody's going to change the name because it's a, it's a big fucking name. Oh, it's George Stanley Harris fucking. Yeah, man. The Papa Bear. But the, the until old lady Virginia fucking takes a dirt nap, nothing's going to change. How the fuck does she not catch COVID and just fucking sayonara? Because like the rest of the rich people, she's probably on a mega yacht, probably doesn't know where she's at. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, Virginia. Oh, you're man. in you're in Chicago. Well what needs to happen too though is <laughs> You're on Lake Michigan right now. <laughs> Why isn't it frozen? <laughs> Global warming, hon. Oh man. But what what needs to happen too is Chicago, the city, needs to say fuck you, we're selling the stadium. Or unless you well, buy that... it. Yeah. Fuck that, man! They get the Bears. It's a horror. Dude, put, like like we said, man. Uh, Arlington Heights. Yeah, put it out there, man. They got the space where you could fucking bring real tailgating back. Yeah, you know, it'd be it's so much better, man. But like, just with and the you new make st- Arlington Heights the second city, man. Yeah, they'll fucking start booming with a fucking uh, football team. But like, even uh, just going back to when they rebuilt the stadium. You're on fucking Lake Michigan, man. Put a fucking dome over that cocksucker. Yeah. Oh, it's bare weather. Fuck that. Yeah. For for who? who who's enjoying this? Yeah. We, we get the fucking edge because it's our way. Half of your team fucking lives in Florida yeah, during dude. the offseason, you dick. I mean, I get it. I've played a lot of football in my life, and once you get warmed up, that fucking weather don't really bother you. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. I'm telling you. Um, as long as you got a big old heavy coat to put on when you're fucking sitting on the sidelines, as long. But man, dude, uh, getting that to that point of warming up <laughs> takes a minute. <laughs> yeah, and you never played in December. Uh, no, it it fuck like, and then just the they play concerts there during the fall, so that fucks up the field. So everyone bitches. They resod it how many fucking times a year? There should never be. You got Northerly Island. There should never be a fucking uh, concert at Soldier Field. Well, it's... I'm just saying. The Park District owns it, so, you know. I'm pretty sure the Park District owns fucking Northerly Island, too, right? Probably. But It used to be Meg's Field or whatever. But that's what I'm saying. Until you sell the stadium to a private, you know, Toyota or, like, whatever. We we know, man, but is George going to fucking give up the team? I don't know. But why, Why? like, the weird thing is, you're Ryan Pace. Your job is 100% on the line this year, and you're, you You want to get another job in the future, motherfucker? He ain't. You, well, no, because you just picked fucking Dalton to revolve, <laughs> you know, reinvent you. A 33-year-old that fucking has accomplished... <laughs> and you, accomplished nothing. And... You have the same quarterback. The only thing that he's got that's good or valuable is his long ball. Yeah, but we that's not in Nagy's playbook. I know. And fucking Foles could throw the long ball. But that's ball. why they're trying to get that uh, get Gal- Galladay or whatever. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Detroit. Speedy receiver. You could fucking light him up downfield. But... Yeah, but Miller's fast, and they're trying to get rid of him. It, but it... 
the, the long ball doesn't work, man. Consistently. Not, not if, well, not if you don't have pass action going. Like, it works good. Play action. It, it works well for, uh, you know, like Aaron Rodgers, where he could fucking light you up anywhere on the field. And then you got to play a certain coverage where you fucking lose, where you're forced to take single coverage on a speedy receiver. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I almost pissed my pants laughing yesterday, I think, because the headline was, Bears are going after Raiders QB dot 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 Mariota. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You just got rid of Trubisky, at, who was the same as Mariota, and now you just got Dalton, who is the goddamn same as Nick Foles. Got identical. Yes. Can't run. Can't fucking scramble. Has a long ball. But he's proven when he was at Cincinnati with AJ Green. All those guys, he sucked. Yeah. What the fuck? The only success he had was fucking throwing the long ball to A.J. Green. Yeah. And I feel like A.J. Green just kind of gave up because he's like, dude, I I ran the cross route and I was wide open and this motherfucker threw 12 yards over my head. And you had the other uh, receiver opposite him. Uh, he went to, he retired as, I think, as a Falcon. But I don't know. Uh, he was pretty good, too. His last name started with an S. I can't remember how to say it. But uh no, it's just a joke. Yeah. I, uh, I, I thought they would uh you know, fuck the defense is what it is. You have two years, two more good years with this defense. It's you gotta make a you gotta make a choice. Like go all in, get the offense that everybody's always wanted in this city, and see forty points a game, or just be the fucking same. And destroy your defense because they got to be on the field all goddamn day. Oh, it's the Bears' defense. Or accept the fact that you don't have a reliable quarterback and you focus on your fucking run game again. I know you're trying to keep up with the times with the fucking uh, quarterback strong offenses. Who's the the kid from the Jets? Sam uh, Darnold. Darnold. Fucking give them two two first round picks and fucking somebody and get him. The problem is that, man, that kid could throw the ball anywhere. The, the problem is where they hate him. We're the fucking Jets, and we don't know how to treat quarterbacks. I guess I, I feel like Mark Sanchez. If he would have fucking got drafted somewhere else, he would have been like a middle of the road quarterback. Not like I would say just outside of the top ten. Did he get drafted by the Jets? I don't think he. I thought he got drafted by the Chargers, and then they traded for him. Maybe or they Chargers did a trade or some shit like that. See, I never bought into Mark Sanchez being good. Um, because like just when he was in like high pressure situations, he like would just literally run into an ass of his linemen. No, 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 no. High pressure situations was the only time you could fucking count on that guy. Mm. Dude, he was a he was like uh, you remember Shane Matthews? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He cool. can run the two two minute off. Dude, great. That, that was yeah, that was Mark Sanchez, yeah, dude. Yeah. I I was rooting for the when uh, Rex Ryan and the defense was fucking absolutely fucking stunning. Yeah, I was trying to get on board with Mark Sanchez, and they fucking uh, dude. I think and say whatever. Trebinsky goes to the Bills. He's there now for a one year contract. Twenty twenty two, if you want to call it that season, or you know. He'll be a starter somewhere, and he'll have a great year. He'll be a great quarterback. Not great. 
He'll be a good quarterback for a franchise for 10 years. Who's in the situation to get him, though? Like Washington, Bal- or I don't know about Baltimore, but no. uh, well, Miami. I mean, I could see Baltimore giving him a long – because what's-his-name's not going to last. No, Lamar Jackson. No. He's proven a couple of times now that he's just not – They figured him out. The yeah. Wildcat worked well. You need help turning it on or getting it Opening off? it. Just, just Opening. speak, lady. You need help opening this? I told you, man. These uh, Calderon women, they're fucking... Uh... These sums have been in prison, though, so... <laughs> you know, they're strong. Huh? Yep. Try to get me... Hey, the rectum is myself. one of the strongest muscles yeah. in the body. Right. No, but... Uh... You're welcome. What the fuck would... Oh, Trubinsky, there, there's going to be a ton of, even like. Uh, so, But well, no, we were talking Jackson. Um, oh, Lamar Jackson. The Wildcat. Yeah. Like, once you figure out the Wildcat, it, because the thing is, teams stop training for Wildcat. It comes around every few years. The one year, it's always super successful because nobody's training. Yeah. You know, nobody's practicing against it. So, like, it, it's the problem is it's hard to read Wildcat as a defensive player. Because it's like your job is, like, say, defensive lineman. Your job is to watch the ball, and then you pick your lane. You know, like you, you fight the, the offensive lineman, and you try to pick your gap based on where the ball's going. But it's all trickery back there. So once you learn how to read that, yeah, that shit's over. Right, and that's why, and that's why like they, the read option doesn't work in the NFL. Right, yeah, no, you're – you have even though the Bears try to play it all the fucking time. <laughs> that and the fucking wide receiver screens oh, and the God. fucking tight end screens. <laughs> it's like fucking stop the screens. Well, it's like the th- it's like the third quarter when the third quarter starts with the Bears. If you're not sitting on the couch and watching and calling out the play before it happens, you're you're <laughs> just bad. Now, almost any other team, I feel like a third and eight wide receiver screen is a great fucking call. But when the Bears do it every fucking well, because they do it first and ten. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid, man. Yeah, dude. The the the, the wide receiver screen is supposed to work fucking excellent versus his own defense. So now, if you're third and long, that is the play you you could possibly yeah. run to get because 10, in theory you, your backs are going to be not giving up any long play, right? And not right. So if you start short and get yeah. blocking downfield, right? You yeah. got to play, right? But you're doing fucking wide receiver screens first and fucking ten. With a fucking man defense. Yeah. And the yeah. receiver's just getting fucking eaten up at the line. Right, right. <laughs> Without like, a doubt. It's, it's so right. It's so dumb. Oh, I, I fucking hate watching that team. It'll, it'll be like uh, Montgomery, f- first and 10, four-yard run, second and six, I gotta say, four-yard run. Montgomery showed up this year. Yeah, but like, just to finish what I was saying, first, first and 10, four-yard run, second and six, four-yard run. You should run again, right? No. <laughs> Screen. <laughs> Not working. And it's like they'll run it out of the shotgun, so and, you know what's coming. Like if you're getting good yardage like that, you could even run a play action at fucking third and three. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, they they got our number. Yeah. Let's, something's something's going to go on Let's add here. a guy yeah. to the box. Right. But no. No. <laughs> Screen. Screen. <laughs> or they'll be like 10-yard slant, but we, we – don't have we have one wide out that could get open, and we don't throw to him. 
but the slants as a West Coast offense also work very well. See, the the, the thing about the slant, it works well against both defenses yeah. because it's a quick. So you're taking the footing on the route, yes. regardless, unless you're a shitty wide receiver, like most of our receivers. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I I honestly feel for 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 uh, for like West Coast slants and stuff. You need a quarterback that could put it in your numbers nine times out of ten, or just in your hands, like in front of you while you're running. Not yeah, right. Where Trubisky, he'll throw it like either like on your shoulder or behind you. So you got to do yeah. that back, like that right. spin and grab it with you know on the backside. Right. And but uh, I feel like when they're in the huddle, they're like, "Hey, you." It's like when you're a kid, like, "Hey, go to that car and hook." Oh, dude. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? I, but I did better. Uh, As a quarterback, doing that than fucking Trubisky, man. I I think uh, I think Nagy or whatever is just a fucking idiot. The whole dude, I, everything, man. The front office is stupid. The fucking coaching staff is stupid. You never, they never used Graham or uh, Komet. They never. Komet's did. gonna be a fucking stud. Everybody knows that. And fuck, dude. Yeah, I feel bad for him. <laughs> I feel bad for him too. I feel bad for everybody on this fucking team right now, man. Dude, like, you get into, like, the 40-yard, like, you know, 40, 35, whatever, and the Bears are like, okay, we're in field goal range. Where you should be like, hey, Komet and Graham are on the field now. We're going to throw, you know, jump balls all day until, you know. Yeah. But no. Dude, tight end crosses. Whatever. Put the ball up. Let them do their job. Yep. Komet is a fucking monster, and he's only 22. He's going to be a stud. Wait until he puts, like, actual weight on. Dude, it's going to be awesome for whatever team he lands on. <laughs> uh, God, I fucking hate this city, man. So, you know, the city's supposed to be amazing, right? Like, I love Chicago. There's so much to do in Chicago when things aren't fucked. But our fucking sports teams have fucking sucked for a majority of, of, the, lot. Well, of the its Hawks. history. Oh. The history of the city, mm-hmm. you know, uh, not really contending. Uh, Hawks were bad for so long. They did good in the seventies. Uh, they early were contenders 90s. in the early nineties, and then all of a sudden, uh, who who do we have? Fucking Chelios and Ronick and Ronick. Ooh man, that's dude. That that's what got me into hockey as a kid, man. Yeah. Watching them too. And then all of a sudden it disappeared, and I like I I said this a thousand times. I was a huge hockey fan, and then it disappeared. And then, well, it disappeared in Chicago because old man Wirtz mm-hmm. took it basically took it off TV because he not didn't, basically he did took it off one hundred percent. Yeah, and then when the kids took it back, they were so fucking rich. Yeah, you know they um, just didn't do what their fucking dumbass dad did. Outside of the bull, uh, the Jordan era. Yeah, that's all we had for uh, Derrick Rose. He Gave us a little hope, but there was no like kid was broken. His first couple of years, though, man, like outside of Jordan's highlights, I could watch Derrick Rose first three, four seasons highlights. That was pretty man, cool. Like God, he was so fucking just athletic. Yeah. Um. So outside of that, garbage. Uh, the Bears, eighty five, and then oh six, oh six. But man, we we talked about this recently. That shit was fucking fluky as can be well that that's where you have that was but, such but, an but we had elite such a, we defense. had such a good defense yeah man. 
And then Grossman showed up that year somewhat for most of the games. Yeah. Like, that was probably his best season. Yeah, but don't you – he was probably legit like 5'8". If he's a 6'2 quarterback yeah. and could see over his offensive line, you don't know what could have been. That motherfucker was so short. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize well, how much that plays in this shit. And Doug Flutie was a G, bro. Well, okay, but – and because it's the Bears and they want to run the ball all the time – Grossman was always under center. Yeah. If someone's that short, you got to be playing shotgun all the fucking time. Right. He they ran shotgun, I would say probably 12 to 15% of the the time that he was there. Like it was so just you need to be running to that fucking like 85%. That dude had a cannon. Oh, he could fucking, fucking oh, launch man. and it, he had accuracy. He had everything you need in a quarterback just minus the height. But another another team of the Bears that just never had a real receiver. They had Mo, uh, Muhammad Moose. 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 Yeah. That was your – and he that was after he was on Carolina. And, he was already beat the fuck up. And he was still killing it, though. Yeah. And then you had Hester, Dude. who couldn't read a fucking playbook. Wow. It, Hester was literally in the in the title was like, hey, run down the sideline and try to get open. Well, you had Johnny Knox, which he wasn't like a – all play, you know, every play right. type. He was a long ball guy. Right. Because just no, he was the fastest dude in the NFL, yeah. man. Like, you could not cover him. Thomas Jones was a monster, yeah. the running back. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, Anthony Thomas, too, man. <sighs> Fucking A-Train, bro. Yeah. He went to the Jets. Uh, who else? Fuck. I think I Thomas think... Jones went to the Jets. Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, but... Or did he go to Dallas? No, 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 Jets? no, no. Yeah, Jets. Man, I, I, I love the run game, and I, I hope the Bears can find it because we need it, <laughs> or they need it. I'm, I'm not a we guy anymore. I'm a, I'm a they guy for the yeah. Bears. Fuck them, man. Andy Dalton had Cedric Benson. Cedric Benson died, didn't he? I think he died. Did he? Yeah, in a car accident, or motorcycle accident, something crazy. I think he was like thirty or forty. Something like that. Maybe, yeah. I think rich, rich dude doing something stupid. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. Uh, during the pandemic. Yeah. Or no. 2019. August 17th. He was terrible. Like, I, he was one of the reasons I liked college football. Texas, man. Yeah, Texas. Him and uh, who was the fucking quarterback? They won the yeah. national he, uh, championship. Ended up being nothing in the in garbage. The garbage. Terrible. Young? Uh, was his last name? Yeah, Young? yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Can't remember his first name. I forget his name. That's how forgettable he, he was. He was on the Titans. Titans, yep. Yeah. He lasted like three seasons. Um, Yeah, Steve McNair got shot in the back of the head. Now that we're talking uh, dead fucking... Steve McNair did? <laughs> no shit. Yeah. This was like 10 years ago, though. Yeah. They fucking... Yeah, he was uh, living in a... I don't know if he was living there. It was just at a motel. But he like walked out of his room and somebody walked up behind him and shot him in the back of the head. No shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey man. Keep you know keep living that life, bro. Yeah. I mean And plus when people start throwing you millions and you're just still a dick. Yeah. There's no fucking change. True that. True that. But I, I got some pee. Good pee. I think we gotta get off the bear subject. Mm-hmm. Cause that just gonna make me mad. I'm already mad about it. Yeah. Well, 
How about you guys warmed up for the next conversation when I come back and be primed up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate talking the politics, but I think I got to talk about this. <laughs> like that whole Joe Biden tripping going up Air Force One stairs as he's like trying to jog. And uh, now people are saying that oh, it just shows that he's unfit for president. And he can't do that. And because uh, he. I think he tripped twice going up the same steps. But I remember perfectly Trump trying to walk down a fucking ramp and it looked like he had a two by four in his ass and someone was holding his hand like he is a true 74 year old, just like Biden is a true 74 year old motherfucker. They shouldn't be trying to run, go down ramps or anything like that. They're fucking old, fucking crazy. And yeah, Biden talks out of his ass. Trump talks out of his ass. They're both old. Think about how your grandma and grandpa talk. Fucking, hey, uh, Pat, Bob, Nick, Jim, what's your name again? Yeah, they're fucking old. They don't remember shit. That's why we shouldn't vote these people in in the first place. Oh, God. But I did see something funny. One of the people, uh, the bearded bourbon destroyer, put a meme out that was like... uh, showed Spice Adams, who was actually a Bears player, sitting behind a tree, and he's, like, rubbing his hands, and it was, like, uh, Kamala Harris watching Joe Biden fall, uh, and just, like, all the plans coming into place. I thought that was pretty funny. But, yeah, but that's what you get, Americans, for voting in old people, not giving new blood, thinking everybody's a communist and socialist because they're young and talking new ideas, that they're the devil. But, yeah. Joe Biden not falling down a flight of steps as he's trying to run. I don't. I think people's blowing that shit out of proportion. But I don't know. Fucking politics. And now people think that oh, there's a fence around the Capitol, and those people want to. Those are the people that say we shouldn't have guns and stuff like that, but they're living behind a fence at the Capitol. A senators and House people or uh, congressmen, they don't live at the Capitol or at the White House. So that doesn't matter. The first lady and the president do. But other than that, that's it. Did you see that shit when Biden fell down the stairs? Yeah, of course I did. All the fucking uh, right-wingers, Trump supporter. Do you remember when Trump cultists, I should say, from now on? Because that's what it is. But do you remember when Trump tried to walk down that ramp? In the fucking... West Point? Yeah, yeah, and the fucking uh, Secret Serviceman had to hang on to him. Yeah. Fuck, you know, I was just saying. And it's it's they're it's a seventy four year old. Yeah, what like I fuck? would I would fucking struggle going up or down them fucking stairs while I got everybody watching me. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I give a fuck. I'm so over politics, man. Mm-hmm. Shit's so dumb. But as, and I was just you were taking a piss, but I was just saying that that's what you get. You I didn't vote Trump in because I didn't vote for president that year, and I didn't vote for president this year, so I didn't vote for Biden. Give me a give me a good candidate and I'll yeah. fucking vote. How Whether about, it's right or left. Yeah. Give me and, a good candidate. I'm not I'm not gonna vote. It, like I'm just not gonna vote for anyone over seventy. Or over sixty five. That's what why the fuck I, are you doing? That's why I'm going for like Andrew Yang, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only know. one that's like not sixty. <laughs> I like Sherry Brown on Ohio. I like I like uh, the old, Tulsi Gabbard if she goes again. I like the old uh Ohio governor, Kasich or something like that. He if, seems to if, actually uh, talk normal. If what's his name uh, from Indiana, uh, 
the, the gay one. Yeah. Uh, what's his name's uh, Budapedge? Boot. Yeah. Booty hole. I'd vote for him. Yeah. I don't know. And the other thing is though, like, and just speaking of, uh, give us a good candidate. I'm fucking Republicans, man. You can't be so fucking uh, Trump Trumpisms and right wingisms. But but the only reason they are because they know the fucking majority of the right leaning voters are lower education, rural South that are hardcore Christian values. Pro life is pro or pro choice is pro murder. Those fucking people. So they fucking spew that bullshit to get votes. Yeah, I know, but I'm just so sick of like they act like people coming into this country legal or not or legal or illegal, that the illegals are like waging war on us. <laughs> well You know what I mean? That's that's what Trump started. Yeah, I know, but like I how about this? I just don't like that. So I'm all, all for that things that if you're going to talk talking points about how to move this country forward and how to make this country a better place, I'm down. I don't want to hear about abortion. I don't want to hear about gun laws. I don't want to hear about uh, church or God or, or uh, safety nets. Like, I don't want, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, what do you want to call that? Like, um, economic issues for lower class people. I don't want to hear about that shit. Welfare, SNAP, that kind of shit. I don't want to hear about it. They're, they're simple talking points yes, to they're make an so argument. Yes, so easy. Though. But that shit is not going to go, that's not going to make this country go like from F to back to an A. Yeah. Because it ain't, it's not going to matter. Let's talk about our our foreign relations are in the shitter. Uh, we let every goddamn fucking manufacturer in this company or this country just leave and nothing happens to them. Even during Trump, Trump could talk so much shit about anyone he wanted, and they made it a big deal. But he never stopped anybody. Now, now Ford or Ford. And this is why I'll never buy another Ford in my fucking life. They're moving another factory to Mexico. Yes, they are. Fuck that. Here's the thing about the whole immigration thing that uh, kind of really rattles my brain. Uh, Pre nineteen ninety two, we didn't have an immigration problem because the, the the immigration problem we have is. Illegals coming into the country from Mexico. That is an overwhelming number. And it's true. It, it In comparison to everyone else, like, number one, Canada doesn't want to sneak into our country. And then everyone else is fucking either in between countries or in between water, right? Yeah, and but like, let's just hit the point that the people coming in from from Mexico happen not to be truly Mexican. They had right, Honduras. right. But but back to my point is, uh, I mean that that's increased over the years, but still, pre nineteen ninety two, there was not very strict guidelines on how you could enter this country. So a lot of uh, Mexican citizens would come in and work in Texas because they are fucking loaded with farms they'd come work for the day and then they'd go back home at night right and then the day that bill clinton fucking made stricter immigration laws all those people that were at work are like i'm not going back home i'll fucking send my money yeah and then people started staying and then they started fucking staying more and more because the work the work 
Stop kicking stuff, brah. The work was still here, but they couldn't. They were afraid to leave because then if they leave and they can't get back in, the work's not there anymore. You know, uh, nobody, you know, me, like, I don't want to fucking work in a farm and picking fucking berries off a plant all day, but they'll do it because their economy's so shitty. You know? Yeah, but like, just going to why their economy is shitty, you don't think fucking years, decades of uh, American meddling and shit? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The war on drugs. The war on drugs fucked everything up. That, that ruined our fucking country, man. Yeah, but like, just going back to like, Central America. We've been meddling there forever. We've and then uh, people want to cry about Venezuela, but it's like, why do you think Venezuela is in fucked? <laughs> it's because of us, yeah. man. Yeah, they, when they their like first downfall was when they try to break away from the world market on oil. Yeah, and they they try to sell oil directly to countries, and guess what happened? The world banks fucking they, they got bullied. Yeah. Yep. And they fucking crashed their, you know. Yep. You think the fucking CIA didn't have or everything to do with that? Or whatever. The Absolutely, and Whatever man. England calls their CIA. Uh, what do they call that? That, that, that book, uh, Economic Hitman. Yeah, Confessions of an Economic Great. Yep. There's two of them now. I never read it. Oof. But I've, I know. First one is wild. Um, Zeitgeist first opened my eyes to that. Who? You ever see Zeitgeist? No. It's a three-part uh, documentary talking about how um, from the beginning as early as the Bible and how that began to manipulate people. And then it just, like, goes on from the Bible all the way to, like, modern day and about how the World Bank basically ran by the elitists, you know, mostly Americans and the uh, British yeah, top one percenters run the World Bank's and then they fucking basically say, "Hey, you're in tr you're uh, having some trouble with money. Take this loan at a horrible rate." And then once uh, once you go belly up on it, everything in your country is ours. Yeah, <laughs> or it's like, but then the, in uh, I think it was Ecuador. It's like one. It's the poorest country in South America. I think it's Ecuador. Uh, Three presidents died in a row because uh, they wouldn't take the deal yeah. from the World Bank. So it was like car accident, poison, assassination, <laughs> yeah. and then the fourth guy took it, and then Ecuador fucking hit the tank within fucking two years. Well, and their, their big thing is, so they'll have like agent fucking Bill Baggins. You got to go to the Congo and convince them to get a water treat, uh, filtration uh, plant going. Okay, fine. So he goes there. Obviously, this is probably a horrible fucking analogy, but he goes there, gets the uh, government to sign off on that. They don't have any money, right, to pay for this thing. Well, we get your oil. We get to pump all the oil out of this, and we'll build it for you. So they start the construction, and they're going, and... Well, the oil, the oil wells uh, go dry, so they up and leave. Bilbo Baggins or whatever the agent I said packs his shit up and goes. They got all the oil they wanted, or gold, or whatever precious metal all was the there. All the possible resources right. out from the ground. They rape it, leave the construction ten percent done, and they just pack up and leave. And that's why they call it economic, like hitmen. Yeah, because they go there, 
pillage what they want, take what they want for a super bad deal, whether it's gold, oil, uh, you know, some kind of iron ore or whatever's in the ground, or someone might just have a, a coffer of a ton of cash. And they want it. And like the thing is, like if you're actually doing halfway decent, but now you're starting to run a little behind, they'll be like, "All right, well, we see that you might, you know, go default on your next payment. How about you uh, sign a new contract? You know, right. kind of re- refinance, right? You know, for the bury them more years of that, <laughs> bury them yeah. more. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, they almost were making it out. So we gave them an offer they couldn't refuse. Now they're fucked. <laughs> Well, here's the thing too. Like in, I can't can't remember if it's Brazil or Venezuela, they voted in a new president, and then the old president was like, "No, nah, that was that didn't really happen. I'm staying." I'm pretty sure that's Venezuela. So right. So, and people uprised and fought, and somehow it got squashed, and now it's over, and that old president still that president. So, you think? Venezuela was like good enough to just like tell the people like, hey, you shut the fuck. No, fuck no. Some CIA spook like went down there. Oh, for sure. And was like, listen, this is how we're gonna do this. This is how we're gonna keep you in charge, without a doubt. Yeah, I get it. People want to like put their blinders on and say this is the great. It just go. Uh, the invasion of Iraq is eighteen years old today. Yeah, it yeah. could it could sign up to go to war in Iraq today. <laughs> Think about that. It's insane. Yep. And that was, I mean, that was the whole, like, that's why I think, like, 9-11 was an inside job because we didn't have a way into Iraq at the time. So if we at least got our troops into the Middle East, because it was like, you know, 9-11 happens, boots on the ground instantly. Which yeah. we're all like, we're fucking pro-war now. Everybody. And, and we knew where the actual attacks came from, which was Afghanistan with uh, Biden, or Biden, fucking uh, Bin Laden. Yeah. So then we fucking go there, and I honestly think he died then, within the year. From, well, um, dialysis? No, or? no, no. He uh, They kept bombing the caves he was running through because yeah. he had like a whole fucking underground system of caves that he him and his people knew and so the u.s troops kept bombing the caves like closing them off but he kept finding different ways um but when they're bombing it all the fucking cave walls were collapsing in and dust was filling his lungs and he got that disease like uh the dust bowl people they uh where your, your lungs pretty much from all the dust it turns to concrete so he ended up getting that. I remember reading articles back, fucking 2002, seeing these articles, and then it disappeared, and all of a sudden, we're in Iraq. And I'm like, Iraq? And I, it just didn't feel right, but I, you know, trusted the media wholly because I was a kid and, you know, yeah. naive. And then I forgot all about the whole Bin Laden thing, and then I saw that he fucking was, ex- you know, they killed him under Obama, and I'm like, killed him? He was dead. And then I started looking. I couldn't find the articles, dude. I had to dig so deep to find them original articles. And then I found articles about those articles being whitewashed off the internet. Yeah. I don't know. So it was, but it was, I feel like it was our way to get into the Middle East. And he's a a brown Muslim person. And it's like, so is uh, Saddam Hussein. 
you know, and he's got weapons of mass destruction. And it came to find out that he had no weapons of mass destruction. And they said all the findings said that he didn't. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure Halliburton was on their way to bankruptcy. And then Cheney won the obviously won vice presidency in 2000. Did you ever see that movie? And then they gave him a bonus of 35 million. You ever see the movie? No. Which of Cheney? I think it was uh, Christian Bale played him. No. I want to see that. Yeah, I never saw that either. Probably got horrible reviews because, you know, everything's controlled by the media. And, like, oh, man, that was that accurate. Fucking, we'll pay you a million dollars to say it was a dog shit movie so nobody watches it. Yeah. (laughs) Dick Cheney is, like, your definition of fucking evil. Yeah. You know, you think he shot that dude in the face on accident? Come on. (laughs) For real. (laughs) You're fucking bird hunting? Come on. Oh man! He's like, yeah, sorry about that, Dick, but I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to publish this story. Oh yeah, really? Fuck dude. What are you gonna do? Wow. That was a warning shot. <laughs> he was like, so I think there's like a, on a, on the transplant list. If you're like over 75, like there's certain things that you can't get, and heart is one of them. Yeah, he's gotten two, two heart transplants. It, money or power, man. Like Mickey Mantle got a fucking liver transplant. He was an alcoholic, and yeah. like he should have been off that list, but he ended up getting one. It's crazy. Yep. Got a little money, man. You can pay the right people off. Yeah. Or, you know, Cheney's... Uh, Kill the right people. He had the, yeah, he had the power to do what he wanted. But the crazy thing is, and I actually feel bad for George W. or uh, H. Bush, or whatever the fucking kid's name was. George W. He... H. W. was daddy. Yeah. So he truly lives in this, like, weird, like horror of the people that died in iraq and afghanistan and he literally sits in like a fucking barn and paints the faces of the kids yeah, that got I remember killed seeing that. like you know that motherfucker is all fucked yeah. up oh yeah so like he i you know he's like too dumb to get back into the oil business for the family like flew for the national guard and you know, money's money, so like we got to do something with this guy. Jeb Bush was too much of a pussy to get back to be an actual president. Where George Bush wasn't a tough guy or anything like that, but he wasn't. Jeb was just a fucking pussy. Yeah, you know. So when like people attacked him, he just cowered. See now, I don't know how true this is. I remember seeing it. I I, I really didn't do the research on it, but I saw like when it was like conspiracy theories about nine eleven. Uh, that Osama bin Laden's cousin actually went to college with George W. Well, I think that's real. I think I think oh, uh, bin Laden went to school here. One of them went to Harvard. A couple of the family members went to Harvard. They're like crazy smart. Right, and so like the th- uh, the story was that on nine eleven, the Bushes were having lunch with the bin Ladens. No, I don't think that's true. That right, because like. Fahrenheit 9-11 or whatever that right, right. Michael Moore won. They gave, like, in that documentary, Numb Nuts is on his bar, his, uh, farm out in, Texas. or ranch out in Texas, and they give him the documents. Like, you see him reading the documents about the threat coming, and, like, he folds them back up. Because, once again, he's too stupid to know what's going on, which could... I've been the whole smoke and mirrors from day one, yeah. you know? I mean, they say the same thing about Roosevelt with World War II, um, that they intercepted messages saying that Japan was going to do a sneak attack on uh, Pearl Harbor, and he just kind of turned his 
you know, I don't know if it was him, but it was, you know, somebody in the powerhouse, like, hey, yeah, probably this is our way into what war. was, like, the Pentagon or right. whatever. Yeah, because there was a... Uh, and that was, like, you know, where Eisenhower went and talked. Like, he was the first one to ever bring up the industrial, uh, the military-industrial complex. And he brought it up in a speech and made it aware to, like, reporters and the people, like, watch out for this. Because, like, it was happening before that. Sure. But, you know, here... This is, you know, the reason we went into World War II was because of this, you know? Well, there's a book called Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler, or maybe it's Wall Street and Rise of the Nazis. Like, uh, Ford built things for the Nazis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it still goes on today. We build weapons for co- countries we're fighting against. Well, well like... In, in conflict with. Well, it's like, we want to be buddy-buddy last four years... We wanted to be buddy buddy with the sods, the, the whatever. Well, we were sending them billions of dollars worth of weapons and weapon sales, and, and giving going, immunity going to the prince. Right. <laughs> so people are like, "Oh, that's a great deal," but now they're selling the weapons to the uh, I can't remember the, the faction in Yemen, and now they're using them in the greatest civil war, probably one of the greatest civil wars that's ever been taking place on this on this in this world. Yeah. They're saying that, like, every, if shit doesn't, and this is going back, like, a year or two. They're saying that, like, half a million people die per year there because of famine because the war is so bad. What were the, what were the numbers on famine in Ireland back in the, uh, when was that? I know they were hit really bad with famine back in the early 1900s. Well, like. Because it was what? Ireland was fighting itself, right? It was like a civil war. Yeah, but like the crazy thing with Ireland, you know, uh, Irish slaves built the Caribbean or like helped build the Caribbean. Right. The English took them. Right. And like when all that was going on, Ireland sat at like 1.5 million people. But they took all the men and women or men and working males and it dropped the numbers to like 200,000. That's insane. So at the turn of the century, you had a potato famine too. Which is what everybody said, you know, like, happened. But Ireland was just, at the time, a dying country. There, there was no one there. Yeah. But. I don't know. It's a, it's a fucked world. It is. It's like. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we, you know, I believe in science and I believe that, uh, you know, we come from apes. The, the evidence is overwhelming. And if you look at uh, the ape families, they also kind of run in social structures, uh, but they also fight for territory. So if there's another, say, family of apes that are coming into your region, they will fight each other. Sure. And I think that's just kind of in our DNA. You know? Well, yeah, and like, because it's it's terrible. Like, it's fucking useless, especially now. Like now that we've found a way to. Uh, monetize war it became a whole new before it used to be you'd fight for land yeah tribal wars and 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 riches there was riches involved you know but now it's just like you can keep your land we just want what's in it yeah (laughs) you know right you can keep it it's gonna be a worthless piece of fucking land when we're done with it but well the crazy thing about like the middle east like i want to say it was winston churchill that talked about it like 1930s about the money that could be there the people that 
you have to fight and go after and but you know back then like bullets and Churchill was a G dude yeah but like a drunk great a great drunk though smokes massive <laughs> cigars but my uh, kind of guy he uh you know like as everything evolves like your problems evolve like our tank shells have like spent uranium in like them. uh fucking notorious big says man mo money mo problems yeah like yeah when you're talking 1930s about having to go into these regions and wage war 1930s versus 2001 what you're using and what you're doing like can't even like compute to what you were talking about back then oh yeah you know everything's like, just advanced so much right so like okay 18 years ago we started bombing and this is the problem that this country will ever have now with terrorism cuz 18 years ago you started bombing Baghdad some kid that was 1 2 years old's parents both got killed and he's been in a fucking orphanage ever since then you don't think he's already pissed at this country and you're 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 doing perfect scenario you're not talking a 14 year old doing this and now he's been f- Starting his own yeah, fucking, fucking coalitions uh, right. for the past decade. Yeah, extreme, uh, becoming yeah. an extremist. And now. I get that, dude. And that, that's that been a long-pointed fucking uh, observation that that is a big fucking problem, man. Yeah. Like, we're coming in through like like a bully. The, the U.S., because of the resources we have and the amount of money we put towards our fucking defense budget, we are the bullies, dude. We could bully every... It, they're not going to do well. Like we could destroy the entire Middle East with the ma- like the fucking military power that we have. Well, it's like it's like people are scared of China, and they say China's going to take us over. Like you hear these right wing freaks say that China has like one aircraft carrier. We have like twenty seven. Right. We have like three hundred and eighty nuclear submarines underwater at any given time. China could like fuck us up, but not. Warfare wise, no, they could fuck us up economically. They could, you know, uh, all the rare metals that go into every fucking piece of, sh- you know, comes from Asia. Well, why do you think we back Taiwan so much? Taiwan's like the the rare. You ever see that fucking sludge lake they got in Taiwan? No, dude? but where do you think all these fucking computer chips come from? Yeah. Comes from Taiwan. Yeah. Taiwan. Yeah. Fucking. That's why we back them twenty four seven. That's why China wants to take that area yeah. over. They but, get that. But, they but get... The, the problem is China's so much closer to that. Yeah, they can make a big move, and we would be fucking playing catch up the entire time. I don't think we would be, because like that new plane. We, like the crazy thing is, even like that's when, the thing I forget that we like technologically when it comes to warfare. Yeah, like we are fucking pushing the envelope yes, every year without a doubt. Like we came out with that new F thirty five Raptor. Yeah, and there's like say say there's a hundred of them. Well, all the F-17s and F-21s and 22 Raptors and all that stuff, there's like a thousand of them. And this is why everyone was like freaked out about going to war with Russia because they actually have an Air Force that can't – like they have the MiG or whatever, and it's a, it's a good plane. It's a, It's been a trusty plane yeah. for fucking 30 years. Right, So, and they have a new one coming out or out already. But the thing with our weaponry – and, like, every time we come up with a new plane, the old planes get refitted with the same computer as the new plane. So, basically, all you have to do is send 
50 of these fucking new Raptors anywhere near the war zone, if you want to give it, those can pick up all the targets. And as long as our older planes are up and airborne, those targets go back to them. That fucking plane fires a missile at that target that those planes gave given out. And it's like instant. And it's like a hundred. What do they say? It's like 97% effective hit rate. Jesus. Right. So all you have to do is throw your fucking airplanes up in the air and it's done. I'm okay. You want something from Andy's custard? Frozen custard? No, I'm good, buddy. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, yeah, they might have a shitload of planes, but they don't have the technology we have. And they, I know they're talking about this hypersonic missile that Russia's coming out with, but it, it's proven. Yes, it's fast. It goes beyond radar. It goes too fast for radar to catch up with it, but it's crazy inaccurate. But, like, we have a rail so gun. So if they shoot in New York, it's going to land in 6501 fucking Oak Forest. You, you, you just don't know. <laughs> but, gonna, like, it's going to fucking land in my garage. <laughs> the, the, the rail gun that the U.S. has. Dude, uh, that thing is so ridiculous. Right. Man. So now you have. Whatever. How many rounds a second does that thing shoot? I'm not sure. It is. <laughs> yeah. I would say 1,000 rounds a second. They have that thing, and then they have the. Uh, it's called. What is it called? The satellite guided artillery off of a destroyer. So it's like a 20 inch cannon, but it's got a satellite guided shell and it like hits bullseyes at like 1500 miles off a fucking off a boat. That's insane, dude. And then like just going into Tomahawk missiles, Tomahawk missiles, you could do like 10 different things with them. You could fire them as is with a warhead. You could fire them as is, and it could do surveillance and just fly around. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could fire them as is, and then it'll fly like a plane and fire hellfires out of said missile at the thing. <laughs> it's insane. It's one It's it's one of the craziest yeah. fucking things if you ever read up on it. Yeah, it turns into a cluster bomb yeah. if you want it, you know? This fucking country, everyone's, oh, these people are going to take over us. These people are going to take over no, us. No, no, no. Just shut the fuck See, up. It, <clears throat> I, I believe when they say, like, uh, for a while, back, I would say 2016, 2017, all this stuff would hit the media. And there would be there was like this website, like, this is what everybody missed today. Yeah. What's really going on in the world. And uh, they kept like, oh, this story with North Korea. This is what was going on in the world today. And they would post like serious shit because North Korea is not a fucking threat to the world. They have a smaller landmass than Indiana, dude. Fucking 19 countries can literally make that not an island. Yeah. <laughs> like, we could bomb it so hard that it goes below sea level. <laughs> well, like, what do you think we have massed at South Korea? You know what I mean? Right. Like, the day, like, North Korea... And really... South Korea loves us. Well, the day that they bomb Japan or whatever, because it's right there, too... It's over for North Korea. Yeah. Because whatever's in South Korea, your Patriot missiles, your whatever. I, I mean, your... we're, we're only, like, I, I say the world's only really playing nice with North Korea because of South Korea. People don't want to see a bunch of South Koreans fucking die at the hand of some wacko. Yeah. Because that's that's all they can really do efficiently is just cross the border and wipe out a bunch of South Korean civilians. Yeah. And yeah. They, they, pro- they could probably fuck up uh, Japan pretty bad. And Japan's fucked up enough as it is, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but it is. You know, they, they, they're still dealing with a fucking nuclear meltdown fucking 12 years later. <laughs> Shit. Like, why are we not focusing on that, man? That is 
fucking well, up. Well, why would you want that in the media? Yeah. You don't want that. That's, that's real problem shit. That's fucking, like, destroying Fukushima. our ecosystem, man. Yeah. I remember people on the West Coast was bu- were buying that chloride something or other tablet so bad because it would keep off because that radiation mm-hmm. that's leaking out of there will mm-hmm. give you, like, thyroid cancer or mm-hmm. something. So they're buying up the... Yeah. Focus on that shit, though. You know, like, put fucking resources towards that. The longevity of fucking... But at the same time, like, why? We're at at the the brink of a real population problem on top of it. That's why, you know, I feel like cancer's not resolved. AIDS isn't resolved. Like, it's... Well, there's too much money in it. And that, and it's numbers control, man. You know, I don't know... Like, I get numbers control, and I get, like, this... If you just keep on going, well, this pandemic was scary good for the world because it was it had like the lowest birth rate in generations upon generations. It, it, it upon was generations. A, like it was already going down. Yeah, and then this like stunted it. Yeah, like, but like, and I had these arguments with, you know, just say my and, parents, and it's gonna before you carry on. I want to keep talking about this birth rate. It's gonna affect the future generations because now everybody's got like. For our future generations, people that actually, like, that are kids, like Logan, he'll probably be like, I only want one. If, if I have a kid, it's going to be one kid because yeah. I don't know what's coming in the right. future, you know? Well, that, that's exactly where I was going to go. Oh, okay. You you have, uh, like, my, like, baby boomers. They've ha- they had four or five kids because everything was so good. And you could raise all of them on one job. Yeah. Making fucking it. 25 grand a year. <laughs> So, like, just go off of some of the small bills that are now around now that wasn't around when our parents were raising us. You go real cable subscription. They didn't have – my dad had uh, Chicago ran Chicago ran cable yeah, yeah, yeah. for, like, five bucks a month. Yeah. So – Little black box. No, ours came off right off the fucking wall on a, a cord, and it went right in the back of the TV. We had at one point, too. Okay, so maybe this was the – oh, this was – the the one that came after that okay it was like a cable box yeah and it, like less than ninety nine channels yeah right without a doubt yeah because <laughs> it only went up to ninety nine yeah right and but 90, that like channel bills. one or ninety nine was yeah. the the snowy tit channel <laughs> <laughs> ours was like a yellow squiggly line yeah yeah but anyway and you would change the channel back and forth because it would be like halfway clear for yeah, a split right, second right right for sure <laughs> but like you had that you had then you never had a real phone bill. You know what I mean? Like, you never really had, like, a real phone bill. See, but I remember my grandma. She, I mean, she did a lot of uh, overseas calls. Yeah. She had a lot of family and friends in uh, Europe still. But even when she was making local calls, man, like, late 1990s, the, the I think they knew that the fucking cell phone thing was going to become big, so they really started searching their prices yeah. to kind of squeeze out every... Because my grandma was like, man, last year I was paying... You know, eleven bucks a month for the cell or telephone bill, and now I'm paying sixty six dollars. Like within a year, you know. So I yeah. think they saw. I think they knew like the technology was there. Well, so they re- and I'm sure when Bell sold to AT and T or whatever, yeah, that's really when like the monopoly started. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, and but, I think they did it for the because cell phones really became a thing in the early '90s, but they used. Uh, Calling cards. Well, no, they the antennas. Yeah, where it wasn't satellite. Right, and it was just like a super strong, and you could fucking from an antenna. You know, it's like AM radio. It was like the same type of towers. Right, where you know we could pick up six seventy to score in South Haven yeah. or six seventy. 
in, in South Haven, that's how strong the AM towers right. were, you know? So I think, like, they're going to start doing some shit. Let's fucking raise the prices, make a bunch of money so we can save up and build our own fucking towers and make our own cell phone company. Well, but that's how everything works. Like, you... You gouge well, the prices so you build your own right. infrastructure. And it's like supply and demand, you know? Like, yeah. we're going to raise the prices. and Well, and, like, going off currency subject, fucking Texas, Mississippi, all those places that hit got hit with, oh, once in a generation snowstorm this year. You, you people are fucked. Because guess what happens when your infrastructure can't handle this shit? You got to rebuild it. Yep. Guess how you rebuild infrastructure? Your taxes go up on everything. Yep. And it doesn't help that Texas was already a deregulated power supply. Right. Versus the rest of the fucking country. Yeah, there's a West and there's an East. I mean, ultimately, um, the the power grid in the U.S. as a whole is... Garbage. It's garbage. It's, it's old. It's, it, yes, exactly. Um, along with water supply. It, it's a bunch of outdated shit. Uh, Flint, Michigan happened to be hit first with outdated water supply. But they're not going to well, be... that able- was pure greed, though. Well, right. They didn't want to pay for uh, Lake Michigan water, or what lake is that? Superior or is it Michigan? On Detroit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They're pulling from one of the Great Lakes. Lakes. They didn't want to pay for that, so they were taking the river water. Right, and it went back through old lead-lined pipes that weren't meant to pull that water. And I know, like, Chicago. I remember as a kid, we dug out all the lead pipes. I remember watching that shit. On all the side streets, just watching that fucking get dug up, you know? Yeah. So, but we're also not Flint, Michigan. We we have an economy still. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the problem with Flint, Michigan, that their economy went belly up when uh, all the fucking factories were just closing. Well, but, not closing. They were uh, they were outsourcing. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean. They, they were closing yeah. and going, yeah. you know elsewhere because they but, but this is a and just going full circle to this like politician shit that we were talking about no politician could stop a company from outsourcing you want capitalism ford gets to go to mexico you know what i mean right fucking t-mobile's support line go, gets to go to india yep they that's what your capitalism that's what it is it's a free market it, uh, uh, so you get to do whatever the fuck you want to do when I was uh, using Wow Cable still, I'd call, and I'd get somebody overseas, and I'd hang up. <laughs> and then I'd, I'd keep calling until i get somebody more local, yeah. <laughs> southern accent, you know? Yeah. But it's like, your name's not George, bro, okay? Yeah. Just tell me. Hello. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. It, Anyways. It's, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's a fucked up world. Good thing it's temporary, you know? Life? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm, for sure i'm gonna enjoy my family i'm gonna enjoy the small things that go on um unfortunately there's a lot of noise because of social media but it's it's just a few simple clicks away of getting away from this dude like we could just i if i got rid of my social social media i would know nothing of what's going on in this world because i don't watch the news as is like that's something i don't do i always thought it was like unhealthy to watch the news when i was younger you know, like, I don't want to hear about the bad shit. Tell me something good that happened, you know? I And I agree 100%. Good news isn't fucking selling papers, though, you no. know? No. And I, I like to watch both. I like to watch CNN, and then I turn on Fox. Mm-hmm. I watch them for, like, 45 minutes each. You I, know, I'm like, mostly uh, the OWN network, the OAN network, or whatever that is. I don't know what that is. It's, the, it's the the Trump network. Oh, QAN. Yeah, the QAN network. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. 
But no, but I'll watch, say, 30 minutes of Fox, 30 minutes of CNN or whatever. And then what I like to do is then turn I, off the TV and laugh and be like, they're both fucking insane. Right. Because And, and then just, you got to spend the rest of your day deciphering what the fuck you just saw. Which... No, I don't got to decipher shit. Because like you said, <laughs> my family's my family. Yeah. What I'm doing in my life is what I'm doing in my life. You want to go fuck a goat? Go yeah. fuck a goat. You fucking want to uh, have a... Uh, conspiracy theory thing about people are getting raped in the bottom of a pizzeria in Philly. Fucking go for it. I like. The do I think that, you're retarded? The thing yes. that kills me is the the whole argument about pro life, pro choice. Like pro choice all day, every day. This is America. It's a freedom. You want to fucking get rid of a fucking unborn child? By all means, do it. It's no one's business. It's well, that's a, why I wanted the Johnson and Johnson shot. Yeah, it's the baby fetus. Yeah, and I wanted. I wanted. Like, can you shoot that in my cock though? Yeah, yeah. And then I wanted. I I, I, I took one out of there. Can you put one back in? <laughs> I wanted to be like, what do you do with the rest of the pieces? Let's get some uh, deep fried and some barbecue sauce can on I, that. Can I get a fucking left leg shot in? <laughs> See, no, but, it, but you know, like the whole argument is like, uh, it, it's murder. It's a uh, you know, but it's like it's. If you ask me, man. Like okay, once it's out of the womb, even though it's like you really don't have a thought from that time you know but if you're in the fetus and like late when like things are like almost ready to happen okay but early on where you're don't even have your fucking limbs intact yet right and you're just starting to gather brain cells i don't give a fuck there is zero thought process so like because like the thing that i I argue is like the conscience right like that's that's the thing that we fucking mourn is when like if you lose a loved one, is y- you're losing the personality of the loved one. Sure. If there was a way to fucking store the the personality in the com- fucking computer, yeah, and the computer could talk to you, and yeah, like, What's up? yeah, without a doubt. That that you don't, who fucking cares about the body? He had a yeah. bunch of fucking yeah, bunch of birthmarks and fucking yeah. liver spots like that's always stuck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Showered once a week. Yes. Now I can just turn Farts you. Farts were horrible. <laughs> yeah. Without a doubt. It's the conscience that yeah. we fucking lose. Right. So outside of that, man, like, you know, I say pre-two years old, man, fucking have at it. <laughs> Dude, there's a South Park where uh, Mrs. Cartman is, like, banging all the – she wants to get, like, an abortion, but Cartman's are obviously born already, and uh, she's, like – she's being, like, a, a representative, and she's, like – the representative would be, like, well, how old is your – how old is he? She'd be like nine hundred and seventy-four months or whatever, <laughs> and he'd be like, mm, "That's kind of that's kind of old for an abortion. You should go to see your state rep." Then she sleeps with him, and well, and then she ends up sleeping with like Bill Clinton. All right, so uh, and then Bill Clinton's finally like, maybe you should put him up for adoption. And she's like, "Oh, that's the A word I was thinking." Of. <laughs> uh, so since we're on the subject, and we're we're at our closing minutes, uh, what do you think of the vaccination special? It was funny. Did you like, like the other one better? I like the other one, the pandemic special, better. I'd like this one more. Really? Yeah. That kind of surprises me. Um, I really liked the angle they took on the QAnon. And oh, just like, God. Dude, the fucking, uh, where they go back and he said this and they start deciphering it. Yes, like, yes. I was like, oh, my God. Blow man. shit out your dick hole. <laughs> <laughs> but like here, but like we're like. And then just, I, I like the way before you continue. I like how they put themselves as the elites. Yes. You know, they put yeah. the basketball picture right. on the wall right. of the elites. Right. Yes. So and then they funny. start editing. Yeah. <laughs> they turn, uh, what's his name, into a giant limp dick. 
<laughs> Mr. White. It, it, yeah, Mr. White. <laughs> All the whites loved you. Yeah, But yeah. then, like, uh, I cried laughing when everyone was fighting in front of the school, and then Mr. Garrison starts coming up, and he's got Mr. White, who's <laughs> a huge flowers, floppy dick. Flowers growing on him. he's on a wagon and with eyeballs. <laughs> Dude. Dude. When I saw that scene, that's why I asked you. I When I originally saw that scene, I saw you the next day, and I was like, did you watch? And you're like, no, not yet. And I was like. I fell asleep. Dude, that scene, when I saw that, I was like, that was fucking fantastic, man. But the pandemic special just hit everything. It was so yeah. funny. We're. This the vaccine special was hysterical. I just like how like the old people had their Walgreens club, and, oh, and then yeah. they start like, "All yeah. right, go back to the yeah. fucking." Hey, Billy, when can you get that mask <laughs> off? Well, that's right, you can't get a shot yet, you pussy. <laughs> it's oh so fucking, man, it's so dumb. Uh, I actually, they're I mean, they're both awesome, but what, I I feel like I like this one a little bit more. I just like the pandemic one because there was like two, three, four storylines going in, and it was just so fucking. Yeah. Out of the left, you know, and it's just so funny. They're both good, man. Oh, yeah. I want to watch them both Without again. a doubt. Without a doubt. But when you're feeling down on life, um, masturbate. Masturbate and then kick on uh, South Park when the jizz is drying on your chest. Yeah. And then just go to sleep and wake up, and then it's just like all you have is the memories of the, the, the crusty flakes. Yeah. No, if you want to laugh at our society, watch South Park. Yeah. And then maybe you'll feel a little bit less... I, I came upstairs you know. the other night. Patty was watching South Park just episodes, and I'm yep. like, "Okay, we got something going here. This yep. is where it starts." Yep. Like you, you'll you you should watch South Park, and maybe you won't turn to QAnon anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I think that's all we got. We're yeah. pushing two hours right now. Um, check out this uh, if you guys can, if you can find it. The Untitled Art uh, Mango Coconut Sticky Sour is worth it and then uh, if you're walking in the bourbon aisle just keep walking past the uh, yeah Noah mills you could you could uh get something for 15 bucks cheaper that's a lot better yeah but anyways uh as always say hi to your neighbor uh like share subscribe you can find us on all the platforms for podcasts and uh enjoy your week we'll talk to you next time peace